Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Game Table! This is The Game Table. I'm Seamus Byrne. Welcome back to another episode. It's been a long time between drinks once again, but there's been some really cool stuff going on, and so I thought I would dive back in and do a little solo episode to basically do a um, uh, an audio podcast version of my review of Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, the latest campaign uh, source book from Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons. And I have to say straight off the top, I think it is a good one. They've learned a lot from the last few years of books and decided to really kind of shake things up in a lot of ways. And it's going to make for something exciting. Now, this is a spoiler-free review. Do not fear. I'm not going to dive into nitty-gritty specifics uh, of what happens in the story. I think if you're going to be a player, you just don't want to know, but you might want to know the flavor so that you can maybe decide, hey, I think this would be cool for our group because the style suits what we like. And even if you're going to DM the thing, I think it's always fun to discover these things for yourself on that first read through ahead of actually playing. But this is set in the cold, cold north of the Forgotten Realms, and you will need friends and a few warm ins to make it through. But it's going to be okay because, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen is that an endless winter might finally consume one and all. So, yes, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, all about the ruthlessly cold, constant foreboding of Icewind Dale in the midst of a greater wintry crisis than usual. It's always cold there, it's always difficult, but now there's something a little extra behind why the Dale is oh so hard on warm-bodied life. As I said, I'm not going to delve into the details of the campaign. I did the same thing when I reviewed Descent into Avernus last year and got some great feedback on being able to offer up this kind of spoiler-free review. So I think this campaign source book really does feel like the best design yet of all these kind of core books we've had over recent years. As I think... They really have learned lessons on giving us not just the story, but also more space for adventurers to actually explore the world. Avernus last year was a really fun kind of heavy metal romp from Baldur's Gate into that first layer of hell, and it had an unceasing pace that drove the party forward through the experience toward that singular goal that was set in place from really early on in the game. Here in Icewind Dale... Players get a lot more latitude to spend some time in the region before the ice really hits the fan. I'm still in the midst of running an Avernus campaign, and at times it really does kind of feel like it's a bit too on rails, as the saying might go. But it's exciting to now see that the creative team is opening things up, and Icewind Dale and the Ten Towns area 
It's quite geographically small, but with kind of travel and survival difficult at every turn, there's plenty to keep the party busy in this region, while also feeling like they can make their own choices on what they actually would like to do next. So Rhyme of the Frostbaden gives us more room to really use the setting materials, especially th- through that kind of first few phases of the campaign. Or maybe all you're looking for is like a launch pad for a broader campaign and letting those characters do what they like, but you want to kind of start things off in Icewind Dale. This could serve as a really unique kind of testing place for that party to gel before they go and do other things. I feel like this design feels a bit more modular, more kind of easily adapted toward whatever kind of game that you are looking to run. If your aim is to run this as a full campaign you've been offered, then you know it still works really well in that regard. The opening quest, the opening quest style of that kind of first part of the book it gets that kind of, it hits an epic turning point at a certain stage where things then start to coalesce around a defining mission and players will get their heroic call to arms to save the fate of the Dale. The literal 10 towns of the region are kind of really nicely detailed and they give you plenty of hooks to enjoy. And there is a clear kind of horror theme attached to a lot of the quests and adventures throughout the book, but you don't have to overemphasize that kind of vibe if your group isn't looking to go down that scary path. Like the world itself is against you at times and that sense of survival against all odds actually kind of holds an optimism in the fact that the 10 towns, you know, it, it creates it, it's this kind of different way for a group to really feel triumph, even in the absence of just slaughtering enemies from dawn till dusk. And the locations that are in this book, like uh, the Revel's End Prison, uh, Sunblight Fortress, these would make fantastic additions to any broader campaign that you might be running set in the wider realms and giving people a reason to have to come to these places. Really, really cool stuff. I think some of the best horror elements here, I mean, look, horror is always about foreboding and surprise and unsettling, but I think some of the best things here are actually, you know, live in some of the new creatures that the book has actually offered up. Uh, they There's some really amazing mental images that are conjured up by some of these creatures. And there's actually 45 pages of creatures in all in the book, 33 core types with a few subtypes within uh, a number of those creatures. The uh, This also includes some living spells and lots of, clearly, lots of fro- very frosty enemies to deal with. And if you've skipped messing around with uh, the Elemental Evil Players Companion uh, that is downloadable online, I've got that linked up uh, on the review that's on Byteside, you'll actually find that the Goliath race, though, is kind of dealed right here in the appendix. And Goliaths are really well suited to the tough environment that you're going to be dealing with uh, in the Dale. But look, I really do feel like that the team has found a really great format here, and I kind of hope that this format continues into future campaign books. After some very go-here-next kind of books over recent years, and I've thoroughly enjoyed those too, I think Rhyme of the Frostmaiden strikes a balance to allow for a lot more party-driven decision-making in that sort of crucial early phase of a campaign where the players are inventing their characters as they play. I think that extra room will kind of help players to explore their own ambitions 
And then when the story shifts to put them on a path to deal with a greater menace that gives a group an important role-playing moment to deal with, like that kind of then lets them, you know, deal with this conflict between what they know their character wants and now what they're being called to do. So I think it's kind of a really nice combo here. And in some ways, it almost feels like a hybrid where there is a very clear campaign. You can absolutely enjoy running this start to finish, uh, get in, get out, do all the cool stuff. But there's so much flexibility in and around it that it frees up a little bit more space in a DM's brain to even think, I might just inject a little bit of this or that into this mix as part of the overarching story. And look, as a last note, if you are wondering what rhyme even means, I I write for a living and I had to look it up. It's a frost formed on cold objects by the rapid freezing of water vapor. The things we learn. I am hoping to come back and do a lot more game table again very soon. We've done a massive overhaul of biteside.com. Please go and check it out. We are writing a lot more written content to go alongside the podcasts that you can find, of course, in that podcast listening device. Hit Biteside and you'll find all of our podcasts by typing that in. And of course, you can sign up for the newsletter. But there's been so many cool things going on in the board game space lately. So I will be back very soon to talk about it more. Until then, have a great time playing whatever it is you may love to play. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.